0: You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I'm your host, Nathan Long. I'm once again joined today by Tyler Viso. How are you doing today, sir? I'm kind of tired from all
1: the staying up late for the past weekend.
0: Yeah, you, you the Eugene regional. Yeah, regional. Yeah, the 28 regional play. M- or 38 miles away driving. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Kept fun. You up quite late. That's what we'll be talking about today. You know, this is starting to feel like a baseball podcast. It's the third week in a row cuz yeah. the Tigers keep winning. So, I mean,
1: yeah, as long as they win,
0: we'll keep talking about it. So, it's okay. I'm exactly. fine with it. Um, so this time around we'll talk about what they just did in the regional and um we'll talk a little bit about the super regional. Uh, LSU successfully came out of the Eugene Regional to go to. I believe they said their fifteenth Super yes, Regional, second f- most all time. This is their fifteenth. Mm-hmm. I think Florida State had the most. Yep, Florida I think State. We're tied with Cal State Fullerton. I think is who it mm-hmm. is. Yep. Um, and after losing a game against Gonzaga, LSU won four tough contests in a row to secure the bid to go to Knoxville to take on the Tennessee Volunteers. Before we get into the final game, which was honestly one of the most entertaining games of baseball I've ever seen. Um we're going to go back to the initial game and and kind of go through the tournament gradually. LSU in their first game against Gonzaga ultimately fell to Gonzaga 3-0. What what went wrong for the Tigers?
1: They couldn't put together, they couldn't figure the pitcher out, so they couldn't get hits and to be fair, Gonzaga came out the gate super aggressive and it kind of crushed them on that.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, the pitching was it was interesting because, I mean, I'm watching this, and this pitcher doesn't look very good. He's putting 70-mile-per-hour breaking balls over the plate. But the thing about his breaking balls is they just wouldn't drop. So what happened is a lot of LSU players, you know, expecting a breaking ball to drop, got under it. They would swing low and go under it. And just, I mean, how many pop flies have they had, especially early oh in the game?
1: And in the, in probably their first go-around, you looked at it, and it was really concerning. But the thing about it, his, like, because on a breaking ball, it's supposed to drop, and then his would just stay level and move
0: out, and it would stay yeah. in that horizontal plane. It was, it was a weird pitch. Like, I'm, It was hard to see. It's one of those where, like, if you play him twice, I mean, you're going to hit oh, yeah, you'll 12 probably, home runs off yeah, him. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> probably,
1: you'll probably tee off on him on the second go-around, but, you know, you didn't see him again, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. They just—their problem was that Gonzaga came— out really aggressive, and we're first pitch swinging on Marceau, which is definitely what you would do against Marceau. That's what you should do. Because he's he wants to get in the head of the count early. So it's probably so, going to be a strike. Exactly. So they were coming out first pitch swinging, and they tacked on three runs really fast, and then we couldn't figure out the pitcher, and it just crushed us. I mean, the whole game, we just did not look right.
0: This, and, this was honestly one of the like hardest games to watch. It was just brutal. It And it, it was
1: just like – going so just going by so fast but so agonizingly slow internally cuz you're like man we just need to get a little bit of a rally going they're not better than us they're not doing anything special they're just beating you.
0: They're just being fundamental. They're yeah. not doing. It. They're not making any mistakes to, w- to help yeah. you, like God knows we did with errors, which we'll get to later.
1: Yeah, they weren't doing anything that was like, wow, this guy, like this certain guy is just killing us today, mm-hmm. or wow, they're fielding. I mean, they just don't make mistakes, and they're always in the right spot. No, like they, they just played baseball, and mm-hmm. we just couldn't capitalize on a pitcher that threw different than a normal pitcher, because he yeah. threw that sidearm, and he kind of rocked back, and you couldn't really, I guess you can't really see it as well, but... That killed him.
0: Yeah, that whole delivery was so funky. Like, that, that pitch was just so, his pitches were just so weird. Yeah, he thinks. I don't blame him for struggling, but, you know, second time through the order, you should have probably figured it out.
1: That's what I thought was gonna happen. He texted
0: me that I remember that
1: because like, I was like, they're gonna get through him in the next round. And I mean, he just kept coming at him, and he just he wasn't doing anything special. That's what that's what hurt the most, I think, mm-hmm. I, he he didn't. He, if he was
0: blowing by with a hundred one mile per hour fastballs, okay. Yeah, if he was
1: throwing gas or putting down like a nasty curve. Yeah. that you just cannot. Little that would drop. A of move. movement.
0: Yeah. No. He wasn't. He wasn't anything special. When they lost that game, did you think LSU had any chance to come out of Eugene? No. It was the first time we'd lost since 1985 in the first game.
1: Normally, 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 if you lose the first game in a regional, you don't make it out the bracket. And
0: we talked about that last week. We talked about how crucial it was winning that first game, and it turned out we were pretty wrong. Uh, We were were, right. We were were
1: right because, I mean, it came down to—it comes down to your pitching. Because you have to play that extra game, and you Mm -hmm. have to play that doubleheader. That's what's so important. Normally, you get gassed.
0: You run out of pitching in LSU. I mean, we'll talk about their pitching later, but they were very lucky that their pitchers finally decided, the there bullpen finally decided, hey, this is a time we're going to be good.
1: Yeah, that was the thing. So losing that first game really felt like the air had come out of the room. The good news is that they really did rally around everybody, and they picked their heads up, and they got short-term, they got short-term memory l- loss on it, and they just came out the next day, and they won the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think they had a chance. After that first game, I was just like, they're not going mean, to. I think they'll be I will think they'll win the next two and then lose to Oregon in one of the final two games, something like that. That's what I figured was going to happen.
1: That's kind of what my thoughts were. I thought maybe. I just. My big question that was concerning is like, okay, when you get to a certain point and you go through your top three guys, who's next? And you just. You looked at it and you were like, I don't know who we're going to put in for this game. And it,
0: it got concerning. But mm-hmm. I mean, hey, they showed up. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Um LSU went on to win their next game against Central Connecticut State 6 to 5 thanks to a walk-off single from Giovanni DiGiacomo, Giacomo who was in and out of the lineup this week with injuries. Hopefully he's okay cuz I would really like to have him and both Bianco back in the lineup. It would leave make lineup, Arnold as the DH. It know? would
1: it would make the lineup uh, it would make the lineup decisions a lot easier this week yeah. going into going into the weekend, but uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. He's concerning. He's off and on.
0: Well, early in the game, I think LSU got up and then went down 5-2. to two. Well,
1: They scored all their runs. Till the game winning, it went LSU scored 2, two. they scored 5, then we scored, scored 3, th- scored three yeah. and then we hit the game, and then, we, then then Labus showed up and said, well, mm-hmm. we slammed the door.
0: Um, LSU, so when they went down 5-2, to two, same kind of thought here, you thought they had any chance of coming back?
1: Oh yeah, I thought they had a chance of coming back because I mean it was Central Connecticut. They weren't like the same thing. They weren't they weren't anybody special. They were the four seed. To be fair, we were the three seed. So I mean mm-hmm. we're no better, but we played in a better conference. We had a way better recruiting class. We can put guys in. And I said it in last week that I thought Labus had a, he had. I a thought Labus played the next game. No, he played against Central Connecticut. I thought. No, no, no. He no, was he against Central p- They pitched Hilliard, and then it Hilliard it was Labus. Yet. Yeah, you're right, but Hilliard still though like he Hilliard came out was of weak.
0: I don't know what was up with him. You know, early in that game, he looked. He did not look like his usual consistent self.
1: Yeah, he he was interesting, to say the least.
0: Yeah, uh but I think the bullpen came in and really steadied the uh ship there. Um but I do want to shout out Central Connecticut State for a school that I've never heard of or I have but you know I don't know much about. They did very good, you know. They gave oh, us yeah. a run for their money they, against Oregon. They lost what 13 to 10. So they had some offense on them. They played
1: consistently. They they weren't bad no. per se. But I mean, like it kind of just like you figure that it's gonna happen eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we'll move on to the revenge game, the third game of the tournament for LSU, where they defeated Gonzaga by a score of nine to four. So in this game, Labus had a rough start where he allowed two runs in the first, um, but then after that, I think he only allowed two more. He pitched for eight innings, something like a hundred and ten, a hundred something pitches. A hundred something pitches. I mean, he he was. In How the good end, was he?
1: he well, in the end, it got concerning because you knew. The problem was, is that so you had thrown Marceau, Hilliard, and Labis. You were out, and if <laughs> Labis, you were yeah, you were pretty much out of pitchers, and you had two more games to play, and that was yeah. the problem. And Labis going in there and throwing eight and then just slamming the door was insanely good mm-hmm. for the team because I mean that was the momentum right there because when that shifted, you could tell that like okay, now that Labis pitched eight innings. We're like, we can we can win this thing. Because yeah. now we have that's what I was, so many options in the bullpen. But he
0: left in the seventh inning, and I'm like, if he could just give us one more inning, and we go to now in the ninth, it's over. And yeah. I'm like, we'll, we'll be good for the next game. Um, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, he worked his tail off. I, that was, and you know, despite giving up four runs, that was honestly his, like, second or third best performance. I mean, when you go eight innings, and you you throw hundreds hundred something pitches, and you allow four runs, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive.
1: I mean, yeah, and... I mean, that Gonzaga team was very aggressive at the plate, and mm-hmm. they 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 tailed off hits, and they they fought all game long. And but Labus just showed he was better, and I, I, he did a really he played really
0: well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this was the game when offense really kind of clicked. It's when it really started clicking throughout the team. I mean, obviously, the first game we didn't score a run, <laughs> you know. Yeah. The next game we scored six, but it was kind of a funky game. Um, why was he so effective, or why was the offense so effective in this game? They had twelve hits, scored nine runs they just
1: i don't know i really don't i think that well, okay to be fair that gonzagas pitcher was like they were down to like nobody and they didn't have they didn't have anybody yeah. good either a lot of
0: those smaller schools don't have Yeah, i mean they'll have like one or two guys
1: they trust and then after that they'll have like a guy that's like oh he's like cause they had they had that Alex jacob guy and he yeah. was good and then they they consistently lost two in a row and got bounced mm-hmm. but he was not good so i mean We've seen the best of the best pitching, and you knew going into that game that Gonzaga probably didn't have anybody great. I mean, dude, even Milazzo got a hit. So, I mean, yeah, so yeah
0: no, he had a col- I think he had two hits in the tournament, and I was very proud of him. Yeah, we're so proud of him. I think he him. got a double, right? He did get a double. Look at that, Milazzo. If he if he gets a hit on you, that's I mean. Oh no, I want to. That's do, pitiful. If
1: I do the stats reading on that and I see like what games he got a hit and what was the final score, I guarantee you every game he got a hit. we <laughs> Probably really won ninety nine percent of the time. I would believe that we won that game because if your pitcher so bad that Milazzo, who's not even batting his weight, automatic I'm sure, out. No, like he's not even batting his no. weight. He was batting one forty like one like fifty one, something. No, he's one forty now. Oh since the I regional, I could get
0: at a plate
1: and bat better than one forty. I Dude, mean, I mean like, he is. I mean, to be fair, though, he was—he'll uh, throw you out, though. So his defense— I mean,
0: we'll talk about it later, but, man—actually, we can just talk about it right now. I mean, how good was his defense in this tournament? He—look,
1: man, he really kept a lot of people at bay by gunning that second—by doing that down a he second. He was, like, three or
0: fourth. Oh, uh, yeah, he hit a outs. bunch.
1: He hit a bunch. And to be fair, I mean, he only had two that messed up, but people kept trying to steal on him, and I was like, that's a bad wow, You could
0: hear—you know, on the last game, I was listening to the highlights this morning. I was watching the highlights of the last game. And you can hear someone yell from the crowd, you don't run on Malazzo, <laughs> you don't run on Malazzo. And I was like, that, that's great. I mean, that's exactly true. He was so good defensively. That's why you have to keep him in the lineup. Mm-hmm. That's, why it's,
1: that's why it's like really sad to watch him bat because you're just like, man, I didn't You're like.
0: He's not a senior, right? I don't think so. Yeah, okay. Lock him in a batting cage. That's what I'm for saying for the whole summer.
1: I think, dude. I think they might, uh, they might lock him in this week. They, they get somebody out there, <laughs> just, just sit there and be like, "You're gonna hit a bases th- If thousand he, if base he could
0: just hit two twenty, just two twenty.
1: Yeah, I'll uh, take it. If he could, if he this weekend in Tennessee in Knoxville, if he can string together three hits, if he gets one hit a game. Mm-hmm. You win. I think you win. Straight up. I Probably. Think if, I think if Melazzo gets a hit, you win. Like I think that is the recipe for success. Especially
0: when you consider, oh, if he's getting hit, that means Dylan Cruz is up to bat next.
1: Exactly. Or it's two runs. So <laughs> if he gets if he gets extra bases, I mean, dude. I mean, yeah. To be fair, uh, Dylan Cruz went over four last night. Oh, he's, so he's oh, no. due in Knoxville. Oh, that, that he one, only
0: batted d- like five hundred in the tournament. <laughs> he's due in Knoxville though. He, yeah. No. Exactly. He's you're due right. on.
1: He's due whenever they play this weekend. He's mm-hmm. due.
0: Uh, okay, we'll move on to the uh, first game against Oregon, the fourth game the Tigers played, where they won four to one. Uh, firstly, I want to ask, how lame was the Oregon crowd? Dude, they were so bad. They were lame. L- Dude, you
1: could hear, when you can hear LSU on the screen, you know that your fans didn't show up. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could hear them chanting LSU. Like you could just you could hear it.
0: So many empty seats, and I know it wasn't COVID related because of the fact that there was a lot of pockets of people, and they wouldn't be like that. If well, they
1: had good. they had a vaccinated section and a non vaccinated section. I think. That's really? what I, was, I saw that on Twitter. Mm. It, which is weird,
0: but even behind the plate, they were a bunch of empty seats. I mean, it was there. They had a lot more LSU fans behind the plate than they really
1: showed. I was shocked that, that many LSU fans made that trip. The K Lady was there.
0: I want. I want to shout out the the guys behind the plate on the last night. I don't think they were there early in the game. I think they saw somebody leave and took their seats. Oh yeah, I saw and that. I, on the last like two innings, I mean, there was one dude who was just mimicking the uh, ump's strike oh, yeah. call,
1: and he would he would do the punch out. I saw oh, that.
0: <laughs> oh, he was my favorite. I was losing my. They mind. were funny. Yeah. No. They if that was good. in Baton Rouge. Is there an empty seat? Oh, no, my God, no chance. <laughs> no no,
1: <laughs> they, I mean, if LSU is hosting a regional, if LSU is playing in any big time matchup, the stadium's probably filled. I mean, look at what Arkansas did this weekend. Yeah, in their game seven, the the place was rocking. Yeah, you that's the what game, that's what
0: Baton Rouge looked like at that yeah. game. Was there. Yeah, so I, mean, I mean, if you were at the ending of you know the last game happened in Baton Rouge, I mean, people would have had a heart attack.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, seven o'clock game, everybody's off work, dude. That place would have been packed. There wouldn't have been an mm-hmm. empty seat in the house.
0: All right, we have to talk about it. We'll talk more about Dugas as a whole later because he was special. Um, I want to focus on the inside the park home run, which was scored as not an inside the park home run. Yeah. It was It was a triple with an error. I uh, think it was so funny
1: because in in reality, in the grand scheme of things, I don't really care because like the run the run's scored, still a run, but I so, care. I just well, I mean, he has enough home runs as it is, so it's it's really not going to hurt my feelings. Really three. In this well, no, but he has like he's like nineteen on the season. Yeah, yeah, but and he hit
0: three in this tournament alone. So like, jeez. And
1: well, he hits it to the wall, and I was like. Either home run or double, maybe triple. I level. thought it was a triple. And I mean when you watch the replay of him running, he is hauling. He was he I was I didn't know he was sprinting. that fast. He was moving. And the funniest thing, two things that were really funny, is Nolan Kane giving him the go and then and stopping, stopping him. And, and, and just getting care. on a knee, and he's just like, Oh, I messed up. He's like, Oh, that was a mistake, and he throws it high. And then as he's running back, they're all like screaming and dancing stuff. And you can just see Paul just laughing. He's like, I don't he's like, <laughs> You can't write this stuff.
0: Yeah, that was absolutely insane. And you know it was scored that way only because the Oregon score because it's in Eugene so it's their score was all salty that their team is so bad they just allowed something that you'll see maybe once a year I mean last time I saw that I was playing Little League and it was probably my fault that there was an. Inside <laughs> the park
1: I just because the the outfielder just like doesn't pick up the ball right away then he picks it up like a couple seconds later it's not like he like you know r- over in the ball by five feet he like he just didn't pick up the ball first It was time. not an error. I don't all. think it was an error. You know
0: what, LSU, funnily enough, they, they had a great tweet after the, um, you know, he, in the next game where he hits a home run. They were like, uh, you know that SpongeBob text where it's like yeah. little letter, big letter, and it was like, tri- this one's not a triple with an error, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: They, um, whatever, run scored. Yeah. Won the game. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Those he hit a, he had a
0: home run earlier in that game. That was, man, we're going to talk about him a lot later. Um, how good was freshman Javon Coleman in this game coming in? I think it was the second inning. And you, then, could, what, you could say like that about six, the entire
1: bullpen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the entire bullpen, like, showed up. And, I mean, you know, you hear this a lot in, like, the postseason where, you know, freshmen aren't freshmen anymore. They're, yeah. they're basically sophomores now. And he played in a big-time game like he had just been there all the time. And that Oregon lineup was no slouch. I mean, they had they had four or five guys batting over three three hundred. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they were no slouches.
0: They and had more guys make the all tournament team than LSU did. That should tell you all you need to know. And I mean, those guys were good. And Javen Coleman made them look like fools. He I mean, made them look silly. I mean, yeah. I think he had a bad. Uh, I think he let a run early and then just done. Once he got once he got in a
1: groove, I yeah. mean, he was dialed in. And yet again, he, him and Labus, I mean, those are two guys that if those performances don't happen, you don't win the next—like, you don't win. He, you is, don't win su- next he game. is
0: such a blank face, and I love that because it tells me that he's not getting, like, caught up. In it. No, no, like, oh, was, I just allowed a double. You he, know, was he doesn't cold.
1: Care. He was stone yeah. cold, man. He was good. Mm-hmm. And I respect that because, I mean, you look at him right now and—because if you had to put in—he gets teed off on— I don't even know who you go to next pitching, probably Ty Floyd or something like that, and then you pray that he does what, like, without him, you don't win, straight up. Yeah, no,
0: exactly, because you needed him to go for, like, five innings or six innings, whatever he went for. He went six. Six, yeah, he needed needed a a guy that could do that because all your starters are out, they're done. (laughs) You know, at this point, that's why losing that first game sucks so much, because Mm -hmm. you have to play an extra game. Um, and it was a doubleheader at that. I mean, yeah, you played, you you beat Gonzaga
1: and then you go an hour later and you play again. Which mm-hmm. uh, has off to them, man. They they kept the momentum, and then the hit the hits kept coming.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the last game. One of the most exciting games of baseball I've ever watched. LSU ultimately won nine to eight. I probably I, uh, had like sixteen heart attacks yeah, about oh. that.
1: Uh, when I was watching the game, it was me and my friends and we were sitting there and. At like 12. LSU LSU would LSU was losing and then we were just kind of laughing it was like we're like LSU's probably going to win this game in the most heartbreaking like the most heart-wrenching and heart attack inducing game you'll ever Cardiac watch. Cardiac Cats. Yeah, Cardiac Cats is right. They kept doing it. And that was the thing is that they kept doing that but I said there, I was like they're probably going to end up winning this game just because they're just playing this game so odd and weird things keep happening and like I don't understand mm-hmm. cuz we had, like we, what we used six pitchers?
0: Yeah. There you
1: go. I mean that, that, that six pitchers, you the lead kept changing, but it was just like LSU You dragged in
0: did, your starter that just threw eighty pitches however many nights ago. Oh yeah, I mean like four nights, three nights or ago. So,
1: which like obviously like I mean They worked out. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was all hands on deck outside of pretty much Labus and Coleman. Those are the yeah. only two guys that pretty much were not available yeah. last
0: night. Um I mean, how exciting was this game for you overall? Because this was honestly the most exciting game I've watched from LSU baseball all year. Even more than that, I remember I was at that UTSA game that went for 13 innings, which yeah. was...
1: Because, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun to have that on the line, and you could tell that LSU really wanted to win that game for Paul, mm-hmm. and come out and win that game, and when they did it, I was I was happy. So, I mean, it was that was good.
0: That game was, that kind of sums up why you love sports, you know, um... It can really hurt sometimes. Yeah, It's very stressful. Like, I mean, I don't think I've ever watched a sports event that I cared about and not just tense the whole time, or at least until they get a big lead, right? Yeah. It encapsulated everything great about just sport, not just baseball, but sports as a whole. Um, next up, we got to talk about the balk. Um, so late in the game, LSU has tied the game at this point. Um, I think it's 8-8, eight, eight, yeah. No, 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 7-7. Seven, seven. They have a runner on third. I think it's Doty. It
1: was Doty and Beloso. And then on first,
0: it was Beloso. And the pitcher just kept trying to pick off Beloso, who was not taking a lead He might have been a foot off the bag. Yeah, like... And Beloso has one stolen base in his entire LSU career. One. And I guarantee you that one was like the catcher muffed the ball or something. Yeah, like... But there has to be a throw. It's probably a hit
1: and run. And then like the wild pitch, hit and run, something crazy. Yeah,
0: something weird. So... Um, But they just kept doing it. And then all of a sudden, he throws the ball back to first base, and the camera cuts to first base, and you just see Beloso, and nobody's at first base. And, like, balks are kind of confusing. Not a lot of people know. A balk is essentially is, like, the pitcher makes a move that's unfair to the runner, right, to try and trick them. Um, And I, I don't know much. I don't know, like, every violation for a balk, but I knew right away that you have to throw to the base. And I lost my Mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming, that's a balk, that's a balk. LSU just took the league. And my girlfriend's like, what's a balk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you go. And I I was losing it. What was your reaction to the balk?
1: We were sitting there and I was just like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, cause then and then one of my buddies, he was like, Yeah, that he was like, I was like, is that a balk? And he was like, I think so. And like you can hear him screaming. And I was like, man, I was like, Oregon, you were a bunch of fools. I was like, I cannot believe you just did it's that to Kade yourself. It's Beloso, not Trey Morgan or Dylan Cruz. Yeah, you weren't. And I was just like, well, earlier in the game, if you remember, they um, Bianco get he scored a run off two wild pitches, mm. and then he kept picking them off, and he he messed it up, and then he got the second, and he kept doing that. And I was like, this is so odd that they keep throwing this ball. I wonder if that was the pitcher that was doing that or if the coach
0: told him to do it.
1: I I understand why you would be concerned, but after, like... Yeah, I get it. after the first two throws, and, I mean, he wasn't taking the lead. Usually, if, like, a note of how far the lead is is if you have to slide back to the back. He's could walk back to the
0: bag. That's how he, close he, he was. He was literally a foot away. I mean, he I just I mean, he moved was standing up. Yeah.
1: So you knew exactly what was going to happen. And he kept doing it, and I was like, this is weird. Something's off. It and ended it,
0: be cr- ending up being crucial, too, because obviously it scored the run and gave us the lead. But, but also, it, Beloso would end up scoring from second because they put no, in... Um, he, they put in Safford. They put in Safford, right? So you had a base runner now on second who could actually run the bases on And he Beloso. was flying.
1: And so, mm-hmm. I mean, that was an insurance run. I just couldn't believe that he did that, that that balk happened. I've never seen anything like it made that. You look, it made you look like you did not know what was going exactly. on. Exactly. Because, I mean, this, I mean that was, to this point, because obviously Super Regionals and Omaha hasn't happened yet, so that was the, the height of baseball so far. I mean, that was, like, the best thing you could do. And you need to be dialed in to the max. Mm-hmm. And you have that kind of air. That's a, that's a bad air to have in a championship it, it game. It goes
0: to show why Oregon's been to one Super Regional. They're not, built, they're not built for this moment. This I is agree. not their, their, their. I mean, LSU is clearly built for this moment. They were terrible all year for their standards. They were terrible. Yeah, for LSU. Guess standards. what? They're still going to a super regional. Exactly. That's the thing.
1: It's that they just, like, Oregon, Oregon wasn't made for prime time. I nope, mean, they, not they couldn't handle all. it. So it didn't matter.
0: So mm-hmm. I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, were you, what did you feel about at the end, Mineri's decision to leave in Marseille?
1: Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I hated it. I was no, I my mind. dude, that was Marceau's game to lose, and he went up to the mound and told him that it was exactly what I expected. Fondo would have been fine. He would have probably done the exact same thing that Marceau did. But if you go watch, if you go look at the interviews after in the post game, Marceau was begging to be put in the game.
0: Oh, I know he was begging, but I would have like. It was here's what I lose? say. Um, I get that. Here's what I expected for when he came back in the ninth. I was like, okay, he's gonna be on a really short hook here. You know, first walk, first hit. You know they're going to take him out. They're going to give Fontenot a little extra time to be ready. Fontenot looked angry. Fontenot looked. He wasn't angry. mad. He was, know, he he's not mad now, but I guarantee if they the would have lost the game, oh yeah, he would have, he'd have been, been furious. Well,
1: if okay, if they had tied the game, they'd have put in Fontenot, but it didn't. Oh, the I agree with so that. That was yeah. the thing. It was Marceau's game to lose. Like, and that's how, like, that's how you know that Marceau is a proven winner, and he's a warrior, and he's good because. And when it came down to crunch time, game seven, you would pitch three days ago, and he said, Coach, I want the ball. Mm-hmm. And he took the ball, and he did exactly what I expected. And he, he, I mean, he gave up a run there. And I mean, it was it was stressful, don't get me wrong. But that was exactly who I would give the ball to in prime time.
0: It's funny that Maneri's last regional, what he's infamous for is always mismanaging pitchers. In this time, like, it works out for once. It works out every once in a while. It <laughs> works fun. out this one time. I,
1: I thought it was a good call. I mean, if you don't like it, I understand. Because mm-hmm. I think Fontenot being the closer, you know, you put in somebody they haven't seen before. Like, uh, they saw him the other night. But, I mean, you know, you don't know what's going to be on and what's going to be off mm-hmm. in pitching. I like the move. I thought mm-hmm. the move was good.
0: How did you feel about Dylan Cruz waving goodbye to the fans at the end of the game? I, I, Joe Burrow esque I, I love that. I don't care about Oregon yeah, fans. Yeah, because if you've ever been to a college baseball game, you know darn well that the right fielder gets abused the entire time. Rightfully so. That's you know that's part of the student section's job <laughs> to look up information and find yeah. out their mother's name, their girlfriend's name, their car, what car they drive. They find some awful stuff, man. You've been to a, oh, yeah. You've been to an LSU yeah. game and whatever they were doing it to dylan i guarantee you they were doing it to dylan the whole time who cares yeah you know
1: it's it's sports it's not it's not a greek tragedy it's sports Mm -hmm. like you're supposed to have fire and you just won the regional that that's exactly what i expect out of that i mean Mm -hmm. come on you gotta you gotta be mean sometimes it's how it is trash talks part of sports
0: but that 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 moment i'm gonna love that forever um Okay, now we're going to talk more about um, some of the individual players. LSU had six players on the all-tournament team. I still find it weird they do these. Like, really? An all-tournament team? It's just an an acknowledgement. It's like a fun little thing. It's acknowledgement
1: to know that you did good.
0: Um, Gavin Dugas was named the MVP, and he was on the team, obviously. I mean, rightfully so. Dylan Cruz, Zach Arnold, Jordan Thompson, Javin Coleman, and A.J. Labus all made it. And we will start with Dugas. What was he eating for breakfast? Seems like he was eating his Wheaties.
1: Yeah, I guess so. He was special, (laughs) huh?
0: Um, I mean, he just was dialed in. I don't know, man. Seven hits and sixteen at bats with a double, two triples, three home runs and sixteen RBIs. He
1: was he played like a man possessed. I mean, he was just he played unconscious. Mm -hmm. I mean it got to a
0: point when He slugged over thirteen hundred. Do you understand that? That's hot. What was his OPS? Like it's gotta be like because it's it's his on base percentage plus that so it's probably like 1600 1700 that was the thing is that it got to a point in the game
1: when so he'd already hit the, he already hit the inside the park home run triple air whatever and then a home run the other the game before so I'm thinking about it it was yesterday I was thinking about it I was like man I was like I doubt they pitched a Dugas tonight I was like I just wouldn't touch him cuz like you know what he's capable no, of they should you shouldn't know know. do it to him and you're putting in a worse pitcher cuz you're putting in the guy that you obviously did not start yesterday so this yeah. guy's not as good as him so I was like And then he hit the first home run, and I was like, okay, surely now you can't be pitching to him on the him. second home run. I was like, sh- almost like, oh my goodness. I was like, I was like, now you really can't pitch to him. But they kept putting him in a spot where he'd be the leadoff guy. So no outs. I mean, you can't just walk him right there. You I think, think they getting did lucky. walk
0: him in the final inning. Didn't they walk him? Because, but not intentionally. It was just yeah, they, they just walked. Walk he was. The, I think he was the tying run. Yeah, he was the tying run. Yeah. So because yeah.
1: Beloso hits that ball to the first base when he throws it back and he reaches around and gets the bag, mm-hmm. so he gets it. Yeah. I don't
0: know why they were making that seem so close on the broadcast. I thought. I mean, they he were, was there like it. two seconds in. Oh, no, I watched like the two replay. seconds before it wasn't even close. Watching
1: the replay, you realize he was he was.
0: Safe by the time by he touched him, his hands like passed the plate, like he had, already slid across. He the plate had the as a glove
1: whole. on his thigh, so I mean, you you could do a little bit of height management right there. Yeah. If you're that close to the bag, there's just no way you touch him. Like, yeah, that's just how it works.
0: Um, you know, it's funny. You know, Dugas was so good, but in any other tournament, Cruz would have easily been the MVP. He had ten hits and twenty one at bats, two doubles, a triple, three home runs, four RBIs. How good was he? <laughs> you were all good. I can't believe he's on a college campus. What are you doing? He here, has dude? no. You business. do not belong here. He has no business being on a college campus. The fact that we get two
1: more years of that guy, and mm-hmm. we're not even done with this season, is just a blessing. Yeah. No. Him, Trey Morgan, Thompson's been good. Uh, Dugas might. I don't know what Dugas is. I have honestly. no idea what
0: Dugas is going to do.
1: But overall, I mean, you look at it, and you're just like, the, the team next year is primed for some
0: good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the, two other you know, offensive guys got on this team Zach Arnold and Jordan Thompson and I felt kind of weird that they got the recognition they felt a little under radar but Thompson did hit 3-3-3 and Zach hit 4-12 um, but their fielding left a lot to be desired and the fielding of the team as a whole left a lot to be desired what was up with the fielding I think they had like 8 or 9 errors oh, the yeah, whole we tournament we had
1: a ton of errors They weren't. the good news is, is that the errors were always like runner going to first it was never in a Pivotal moment. I don't think well,
0: there was one where they they there was an error and then they ended up getting the home run and that's how Oregon took the lead. Yeah, but it or was no, always, they took the lead. They um, I think they went up instead of four to two, I think five to two or something. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I would take. I mean, the first game you had three errors. I would say it was playing tight. They. I don't know. To be fair, I mean, you played a lot of ball games in a short amount of time. You were probably fatigued. That's obviously really not an excuse. But with more rest and stuff like that and some practice this week. I'm not scared. I'm not worried about him to say. We said
0: early in the season, you know, left side of the infield gave us worries and it felt like it was short up, you know, as a season. I never trusted Doty, but he can hit the ball. So you you know, you he's keep it. I mean, but Thompson just did not look like his usual self. I mean, how many balls were in the dirt that Trey Morgan had to pick up? I mean Oh my there were so many. The, I mean it's, it's better to go low than high, but it's it's only concerning to me because I
1: think that over this past year, because they've always been ranting and raving about Trey Morgan's ability to be like a vacuum, and that's to a certain extent. Yeah. After a while, you have to put the ball at least semi on the money for this guy to do it. I mean, he can get a lot of stuff. His range is very good, but you can't just throw the ball blindly and expect and be like, oh, whoa, whoa, why didn't he catch it? You I mean, know, you like,
0: saw Jordan Thompson at one point. He threw one in the dirt that got by Trey. And then another ball got hit to him later, and I'm like, oh, he's going to correct this. And you know what? He did try to correct it. He threw it over his head instead. <laughs> yeah, he did. He over-corrected. <laughs> he tried to throw it a little high. I, I I made this comment texting you. I said, put me at first for some practices. If that ball's not even close to me, I ain't catching it. Yeah. So they need to learn to put it on the money, because if they don't, I'm not catching it from now on. Um, That's that the thing. Learn.
1: That's the thing, is that, like, the errors were all weird. Like, they weren't. They weren't scary errors, and they're not something that I would be like, oh, like this is a problem going into Knoxville. Because that can be cor- All this stuff can be corrected in the five days they have before they play their next game. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm really worried about them, you know?
0: Um, all right, last thing with, while we talk about the players as a whole, um, you know, we talked about Coleman and Labus and how good the pitching was as a whole. How important is it that they kind of fight their stride right now?
1: Oh, it's super important. I mean, LSU always shows up in late April, May, June. They always do. That's just LSU baseball Mm -hmm. as a whole. I think that with the hitting performance and the offense— was so nice to see going in yeah, Knoxville. Yeah, it got better and better. It makes this weekend like a little bit more of like a, okay, you know, you like Tennessee's good. Don't get me wrong; they swept, and they us. swept us. But all those games were close. They had two walk offs against us. Keep that in mind. Yeah, Tennessee walked it off twice. How many walk
0: offs did we have this year? A, a lot, like a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's the thing is obviously that was then, and this is now. Okay, mm. but these are two different. These are two completely different ball clubs. This is going to be a completely different series, but. The way LSU hits, you do that against Tennessee, you definitely have a ball game, and you're you're going to be okay. And if your bullpen shows up like they just did this weekend in an absolute gutsy regional that took everything you had, you can play good enough to win.
0: Hey, you get to go audition for probably the top candidate for your next head coaching job. Yeah. You know? Um, which is Vitello? Yeah, yeah, he's he's real good, and I he's think young. I guarantee you, we can outpay whatever Tennessee. Tennessee will pay. I guarantee you, For
1: LSU baseball and the fans and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm.
0: We'll see. You don't think uh, the fans would start a GoFundMe or something? We we we're crazy. Do some crazy stuff to
1: yeah. get that guy here. He he is very impressive, and he's young. He's he's good, man. We'll did,
0: see. Did you uh, see the passion? Like you, we talked about this before, um, that the players were playing with a passion because you know this is the end from an area. Did you see that passion this week?
1: <laughs> not not as much as I expected. Yeah. but Yeah, they were they were still kind of like I don't know. I, I guess I'll take that as like being calm, you know, in a big game, keeping your cool, which is fine. But they um they were still like when home runs were hit, they were dancing around, they were having fun, they were yelling, they were fine. They 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 played calm and loose.
0: All right. Um. Last thing we're gonna do here is we're gonna go over regionals last week or this past week. And I went. I went and listened to our podcast. Got our predictions from last week. And uh, I did not do good. Do very good with my predictions. <laughs> you did a little bit better. Um, we'll go through it real quick. Talk about it real quick. Cause, um, you know, I'm sure you watched a couple other games. I Watched I did most too. Yeah. of it.
1: I watched a bunch of regionals. S- Considering LSU played at nine o'clock. Yeah, you, you had, had all f- day. You had to fill That's the what void. I did. Well, like I was in. I was in Houston, hanging out with my friend, and like we were just chilling, watching the games. Cause I mean. What else are you gonna do? What, and so, I don't know really. The NBA playoffs is so long and whatever. I, wa- I did watch a little bit of hockey though. There you go. <laughs> I try to fill some time.
0: Um, so the Fayetteville Regional, we both had Arkansas coming out of there, and we are right
1: barely though. <laughs> yeah, barely. Hey,
0: it took it took a,
1: took a game seven. so yep. I'm saying.
0: Um, Ruston Regional, we both knew that. <laughs> we both knew that Louis is gonna attack. We're frauds. Uh, I, I This is the only one I got right that you didn't. I predicted NC State. You predicted Bama. I got NC State right? Yeah, Stan- NC State. Yeah, you watch any of La Tech? I didn't watch any of them.
1: I'd watched, I watched watched the Bama Tech game, and it was kind of boring, and I think mm-hmm. it turned it off. I got bored.
0: <laughs> the Stanford Regional, Stanford came out. We both predicted that. Lubbock Regional, Texas Tech, who I think looked real good this week. They looked good. Um, they came out. I picked UCLA, uh, so I got that wrong, but they, they looked real good. So.
1: That was that was a tight regional. I mean, that, those games were good. Yeah, that was a good regional.
0: Tucson regional. Arizona came out. We both predicted that. I mean, I think UC Santa Barbara played pretty well, but besides them, I mean, it wasn't a very good. We don't regional.
1: watch Pac-12 baseball. like we don't watch we don't watch West Coast baseball. It's too late. We look yeah, man, exactly. Everybody woke up this morning in Baton Rouge just feeling bad because we had to stay up till <laughs> midnight. We them, had man. to get up for work. And we
0: got too excited. I, I didn't fall asleep till two o'clock in the morning. I just could not. Oh, no, I, I, I fell was straight too hyped. I, I drank some Nyquil.
1: Dude, I had work this morning? Still not, no now. I went straight to sleep.
0: Uh, next up, the Oxford Regional, which was one of the most exciting. I did pick Southern Miss. I was almost right. Yeah? So um, Southern Miss gave Ole Miss a run for their money, but Ole Miss did come out. You got that right. Greenville Regional, I picked Maryland just because I don't trust East Carolina, but you were right. You called it the easiest regional. Yeah, it is the easiest And region. you were 100% right. ECU came out. It was easily chalk. Vandy, we both predicted them. Out of the Nashville Regional, obviously... Austin, the Austin regional. Let's talk about Texas. Texas, is the real deal.
1: Texas looked very good. Texas looked. Texas looks like a team. The team's gonna take Auburn mm-hmm. some games.
0: I took Arizona State just because I hate Texas, but um, know. yeah, be right. <laughs> yeah, no, Texas came out, and this one we got wrong. Uh, we got wrong on the second day. That's how quickly the winner. Lost or the the host lost, and that's the Gainesville regional. Florida lost in two games. That was which wow. UC, uh, USF came out of there, which yeah. was shocking.
1: Almost so the thing about it is, in that regional it was Florida, Miami, South Florida, and then um, it was South Alabama. South Alabama. South Alabama almost beat all they the Florida teams. S- they almost cleared Florida out of out and, of it.
0: And they have the best like acronym. Like when you know when they're scrolling across the screen on the bottom of ESPN, it gives you a scroll. They're USA. Gotta, yeah. love <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. South Bend Regional, Notre Dame. They look dangerous. Ooh. They Wait, put was on a clinic. Like sixty to five. They put on insane. a home
1: run derby the other night. What was it? Twenty six to three. Yeah, something they against p- UConn. I think it was a home run derby. I mean, those guys were crushing the ball. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they didn't get all their runs out of them before they go play this week against
0: Mississippi State. Yeah, uh, we both picked Michigan. We were wrong there. Um, Starkville Regional. We both picked Miss State. Uh, Campbell. You know, they, the camels. game they 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 gave them trouble in game six. You know, they did. so you got to give them that. Um, Fort Worth regional, uh, we both picked Oregon State because, and we were almost right. We were They're almost five right. zero early uh, in the game. DBU, <laughs> I watched a little bit of that comeback. DBU, uh, not LSU, Dallas Baptist University. Came out of that regional. That was fun because, like, who cares about DBU? It's fun to see them. I love, you know, random coastal Carolinas. Oh, you you got to have a little bit of Cinderella. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Columbia, which I totally did not see coming. UVA came out of there. We both picked South Carolina. I I figured. Which I mean, again, we talked about. It was weird that it was in Col- in because ol-
1: Apparently, Old Dominion was in a Stadium. You know, they're playing in South Carolina again this weekend. Virginia, yeah, which is weird. Me- like
0: I saw that too. Like, why are they in? Why are well, they? Well, that's because
1: of- I think because of COVID host sites. So they gave you the host sites. Oh. So you have to stay in those.
0: Ooh, that sucks. Well, um, okay,
1: Virginia's got a good gig there, making that drive. So I mm-hmm. mean, can't be too mad.
0: So we were both right about LSU coming out. But you were much more confident than me, so I guess I should give you like an extra half point for that. Yes. And we both picked Tennessee to come out. You went eleven and five. I went eight and eight. Boom, Um, beautiful. I'm five hundred. Perfect. Good enough. (laughs) Good enough. Wow, you're a wild card. LSU football (laughs) this year. That's good. Hey man. All right, and then last thing we're gonna do is we're gonna. This is gonna be brief. Again, like I said last week, don't take our opinions too seriously. I just went eight and eight. Don't listen to anything I say. Um, We're gonna go through the super regionals and predict them. You got Arkansas versus NC State. Who you got? Arkansas. Same. Although they did struggle this week.
1: They did. You know? I think they'll correct that problem. Yeah, though. I think they will, too. I, I mean, I,
0: I did pick NC State to come out of the Ruston Regional, so it's the only thing I'm, I'm proud of. Um, Stanford, Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I'll go Arizona. Um, ECU, Vandy. Come on. Vanderbilt. <laughs> Vanderbilt. They
1: struggled against Georgia Tech, but they it did. didn't really matter.
0: UT, USF. Texas. That's going to be a spanking Texas. Yeah. Notre Dame, Mississippi State. I'll Ooh. go Notre Dame. They impressed me so much. I'm going with them.
1: Yeah, you're kind of
0: right. I don't know. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Mississippi State. All right. Uh, one of the one of the most unexpected. DBU versus Virginia.
1: Virginia's uh, got that God. You see me through the glove. Yeah. After, yeah. I'm going with. I like him. Give Give him to me.
0: I'll go DBU because I don't like Oregon State at all. So to see them come back and win eight to five was special. Uh, and of course, the Knoxville Super Regional, LSU versus Tennessee who you picking?
1: I'm going to pick I'm I'm going
0: to go ahead and just pick LSU. For I'm going to pick LSU as well for fun. because yeah. I think t-
1: I think honestly I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good series. I
0: don't think it'll be a two-game sweep or anything from I think Tennessee. we're going to win a game. I think we'll win a game. I think
1: we're going to go down to the rubber match and then it's going to depend about who shows up. If LSU of, you know, SEC tournament shows up L. But yeah. if if that regional if that regional team shows up ready to play, you can win the you can win this region.
0: Who do you think is your starting pitcher Friday? Because Marceau just pitched again. Ah, dude,
1: that's what I'm saying. I think, I think, Labus, La- I think Labus is going to be Labus was good. Labus was so good. I mean, he's got six days of rest. I mean, I think, and Labus really showed up in prime time. In a must-win game, he absolutely dealed. Yeah, eight innings. I don't know. It's, I think later this week we're going to figure it out. And I think if you want to just be safe on Marceau, you would wait him out. Because like Labus is, Labus is not Marceau.
0: He was thinking like, about if you rush Marceau and you lose that game, that's huge because you don't want to lose the Marceau game. That's the that's the one you count on winning, right? That's so one you, you want to win easily. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like you you expect to win the one where Marceau is pitching because he's a top ten pitcher in college baseball right now. Yeah, I mean. So y- you you kind of if you if you rush him back and it's bad, then it's lights out. You're probably not winning the next two games with Labus and Hilliard. You might split with them but you need to win that Marceau game.
1: Yeah, you always want to win on Friday. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know honestly what their plans are yet. Mm-hmm. I hope I would like to I'd like to see Labus just go cuz I mean, he he was dealing the other night. He found a groove. I mean, Tennessee Tennessee and all of them are different, but still, I think I think I like Labus on that Friday night roll in the mm-hmm. first game. We'll see though.
0: Well, I guess that'll do it for today. Um, hopefully, LSU does come out of. You know, it'd be it, honestly if they do lose, maybe it'll be a little bit better because this is becoming a baseball podcast nonstop. It's all yeah, we talk we'll, about. Yeah, we'll keep talking about baseball. Yeah, look, if they keep winning, then we have to talk about it. It's just how it works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take that L. I guess. Ooh. Have to talk about a winning baseball team.
1: No, we'll keep talking about it till they lose. So every Tuesday or every Thursday, y'all can expect this now. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, that'll do it for today for Tyler Viso, for Nathan Long, for our producer, David Robbins. This has been the Hodges Huddle. Go Tigers.